somebody had made a post on our little local talk group getting upset that uh, they found out that it is legal in our county mm-hmm. to bait coyotes and dogs into onto your property to be shot and killed with your own carcass and everything like that. Okay. Um, but it they're basically they they got all upset because they're like these poor innocent dogs or you know they're being baited and they don't know any better and they're being shot i i you know can't even believe that you know people would do this because how dare you like these are poor innocent dogs and like to which i'm like yeah i I get that it's a mentality that yeah these are domesticated dogs like that's what they're they're being shot and killed but we have a dog issue Mm -hmm. people out here are so 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 bad at taking care of their animals that's where roxy came from she was she was dumped and if i hadn't gotten her you know god forbid that something else would have gotten to her first because Mm -hmm. we live in an area with coyotes and that's you know great that you know we literally have one the the animal control said we have one in the city Mm -hmm. right now we have one in our area in the city yeah literally we've got cats disappearing and why are we letting like why are you upset that farmers are protecting their livestock it's like i we are literally we have nothing we have nothing to sit here and protect our chickens Mm -hmm. besides the fence that's around them to hope that a coyote doesn't figure out that that's where they are Mm -hmm. that's it Everything else, like, we don't have anything else right now. We probably won't, really. But still, like, we have chickens. And if a coyote gets in there and kills all of our chickens, that's it. We have full right to shoot that coyote because they're going to kill all of our chickens. Mm-hmm. If there are coyotes and dogs that are wandering around on somebody's property, killing, digging up, and doing all this other crazy crap, and they can't get rid of them any other way, I'm sorry. That's literally them protecting their their property. Mm-hmm. And the, literally everybody in the comments is like, I understand that you are upset. And this person put it perfectly. So I'm just going to read their comment. Yeah, go ahead. It said, farmers are not cruel, just protecting their livelihood. If people would be responsible pet owners, domestic dogs would not be shot. So it is the responsible, it is the irresponsible people who are cruel. I want to know what you want to do about coyotes when they grab your little fluffy out of your yard for a snack. Or how about when they move into town and begin to attack small children right on your porch because mm-hmm. all that wild animal sees is an easy meal. Who's cruel then? The farmer trying to prevent this from happening? The coyote because he didn't know better? The child for being small? Your pet for being your pet? Or the people that don't have a clue? like yourself mm-hmm. that's wow, literally most nice per- yeah perfect <laughs> i could not have said that any better because literally mm-hmm. what how are you gonna what who are you blaming the farmer because they're protecting their livelihood they are literally all of their money all their income supporting their family is coming from this and if a coyote goes and kills all of what they they need so that they can make that money mm-hmm. then uh, th- so be it I'm sorry. The coyotes will learn. That's how they always learn. Hey, yeah. Oh, you know, they, we went over there and we heard shots. Shots rang out. One of them got, you know, down and they won't come back. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. The domestic dog side of it, it's sad. I could not even imagine, you know, th- knowing how Roxy's personality after, you know, three months finally started coming out, like legitimately mm-hmm. coming out. She was so scared to eat. She was scared to take any, you know, treats from us. Like she refused to like eat something out of her hands like the other dogs do like she will take it from you if you know she trusts you and then would walk four feet away to eat it and now she'll take something she gets super excited you know she knows like she's in the routine she's super excited when she knows that like i'm about to feed her Mm -hmm. she's always so happy to see everybody she knows where we're gonna go the routine of everything like she's she's great only thing we're working on with her is that she needs to stop trying to eat the chickens (laughs) but but that's it like i could not imagine what she would have gone through had we not been the ones to take her because 
because yeah we have animal control and we have a kill shelter mm-hmm. not a nice happy we're gonna get all these animals out of here shelter so it's it just i i the domestic dogs being shot we have crazy amounts of irresponsible dog owners out here Absolutely. it is ridiculous we literally had one down the street from us i don't know if they still live there or not but they had this beautiful 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 lab and her name was cinderella and she was super pretty super cute super friendly and she was just walking around and she had sagging boobs so it was like oh hey she just had babies mm-hmm. we need to figure out where she came from and get her back got her back and within what two days after we got her back figured out where she you know lived there she was again mm-hmm. yeah because she just had babies so you know she wasn't wanted anymore because all they wanted were the puppies mm-hmm. and so it's just like I'm, i haven't seen her at all in the past year and a half yeah. no idea what happened to her if she's you know just got you know a better home or if she went to that kill shelter or if they just if she got hit or like we don't know no idea but that's common out mm-hmm. here. There are always dogs on the loose. And half the time, yeah, they have collars. And it's like, oh, gosh, let's see if we can catch it and try to get it back home. But half the time, they don't. And they're just wondering. There, we, there's like a pack of three dogs that the, the third dog has changed mm-hmm. since, you know, we started noticing that they were coming around. And they always take, like, the same path because people just let their dogs wander. And I just, I don't get that. So, so yeah, no, I, I'm sorry. But whoever, you know, this person was that posted that, you can kindly fuck off (laughs) because yeah it sucks but you're not gonna sit here like you're the exact reason that farmers do not like just you know Mm -hmm. the general population because they go oh yeah but the feelings of these things and you know these poor dogs probably one of those those people that sits there and says you know uh farmers need to stop killing their animals they can just go to the grocery store and get their beef you know (laughs) probably Yeah, and with that, <laughs> good morning, and welcome to the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time. So, as we always do in our morning edition, we have a couple of uh, national days, or are we just covering one of them? We, we just have one today. Okay. Um, Nikki's going to be excited about this one. Oh, it's National one Popcorn Day. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so, on January 19th, National Popcorn Day pops onto the scene with a crunch we all love to enjoy. Mm-hmm. The annual celebration recognizes a treat that satif- satisfies munchies day or night. This time-honored snack can be sweet or savory, caramelized, buttered, or plain, molded into a candied ball, or tossed mm-hmm. with nuts and chocolate. However it is enjoyed, enjoy it on National Popcorn Day, January 19th. The word corn in Old English mean- meant grain, or more specifically, the most prominent grain grown in a region. Mm-hmm. When Native Americans introduced their most common grain, maize, to early Europeans, they aptly applied the word corn. As early as the 16th century, the Aztecs used popcorn in headdresses worn during ceremonies honoring Tlaloc, their god of maize and fertility. I hope okay. I said that right. Early Spanish explorers were fascinated by the corn that burst into what looked like a white flower. I can only imagine the first time seeing something like that. That's I never even thought about that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> well, you got to have a dried piece of corn, mm-hmm. right? It's it's in oil, so it can't even be steam or something like that. So you got to think, how is it sitting there? And then, like, what the hell? Like the first yeah. time it pops, right? <laughs> like you're like, oh, you know what? Hey, let's let's try to fry this stuff. It's really hard. <laughs> I wonder if, if frying it would soften it, and then boom. Yeah. You know, and how close were you? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I don't care who you are. That's that's like that's. That's some ghostly looking yeah. stuff if you think about it. <laughs> like even when you watch it in slow mo, you're like, "Whoa!" Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So popcorn started becoming popular in the United States in the middle 1800s. It wasn't until Charles Charles Creeters, a candy store owner, developed a machine for popping corn with steam that 
the tasty treat became more abundantly poppable. By 1900, he had horse-drawn popcorn wagons going through the streets of Chicago. At about the same time, Louise Rakim, again, probably mm-hmm. said that wrong, <laughs> added peanuts and molasses to popcorn to bring Cracker Jack to the world. Then in 1908, the national anthem of baseball was born. Jack Northwood and Albert Von Tilzer wrote Take Me Out to the Ball Game, and from that point onward, popcorn, specifically Cracker Jack, became forever married to the game. Another romance connected to popcorn may have had a slow start, but eventually took off. Today, who could imagine going to the movies without getting a box of buttered popcorn? While popcorn was an economical choice for snack food, the expense of installing a machine and adequately venting the building didn't seem worth the effort. If it weren't for Glenn W. Dickinson, we would be purchasing our popcorn from a vendor on the street before taking in the show. Dickinson put in the effort and expense of placing machines inside his theaters. After realizing how quickly he recouped his cost, other theater owners followed suit. The microwave oven spurred the next big advancement for popcorn. Mm. With the invention of the microwave, a whole new market opened for the snack food. Magnetrons, a technology produced by Raytheon Manufacturing Corporation for the military during World War II, Mm -hmm. were later used to develop microwave ovens. Percy Spencer was the man who made it happen. He used popcorn in his initial experiments during the microwave's development. I did not know that. Yep. Today, Americans consume 13 billion quarts of popcorn a year. I'm not surprised. More Mm -hmm. than any other country in the world. A majority of the popcorn produced in the world is grown in the United States. Nebraska leads the Corn Belt in popcorn production. So so on this national day, pop your favorite popcorn and share a bowl with a friend. Yeah. Definitely. I just got Nikki a new popcorn maker, and she just got herself a gallon of popcorn butter. Yeah. (laughs) And and popcorn definitely... uh, you know, it's something that you just you have from your childhood. I have mm-hmm. good stories of popcorn. I have a bad story of oh, popcorn me too. too. So it's like, <laughs> you know, oh well, you go first. Go go for oh, it. Oh well, no, we'll I talk popcorn. Well, so. it, it, if you you know tuned into any of the other episodes, I told my whole story about how I w- at one point was you know allergic to everything mm-hmm. because of all the antibiotics that I took. Broke down my gut biome and I couldn't digest anything. And one of those things was corn. And mm-hmm. I love popcorn. Like absolutely adore it. It is like literally I can eat so much of it. It's kind of kind of scary. Um, and so we had gone to the movies. I don't remember. I think it was actually uh, Captain America Civil War. Okay. That, that was that time. And I hadn't eaten anything else that day yet because we didn't even know we were going. They just up and were like, hey, we're going to the theaters. Get dressed. Let's go. It was a surprise or maybe a last second thing because we went the day it came out. Mm-hmm. And so we were waiting in line. Was, that's why I was so confused because like, it was like going to the movies. It's early. Yeah. <laughs> so we waited in line to go see our movie and you know got our big huge thing of popcorn and mm-hmm. i sat next to uh i i was on the end so basically i got my own bag big ass bag of popcorn and not having eaten anything yet i devoured that entire thing of popcorn and my stomach not being able to digest popcorn oh. at all really ended up with really really bad stomach ache after you know it was like you know a couple hours after the movie ended mm-hmm. but oh my god i was on the toilet for <laughs> forever but on the flip side (laughs) i absolutely adore popcorn i always have um and i think it was i honestly i don't remember how old i actually was but we had gotten a popcorn maker because we always like we loved popcorn we always Mm -hmm. got the microwavable bags my mom was like you seriously like you guys haven't had fresh popcorn you buy the corn the the kernels and then put it in an air popper and what's an air popper and so then we we got one Mm -hmm. i think it was also uh, one of those like christmas things (laughs) so we got one and we were so excited and man we didn't eat anything but popcorn (laughs) for like the next like two weeks until you know the child fascination 
animation died down but mm-hmm. it was so fun to watch it because we would just sit there because it was like how do you like because you watch the ones at movie theaters and mm-hmm. anytime that people have the cool popcorn machines and they have you know you watch it get made and there's always oil involved air yeah. popping machines it was the coolest thing ever and so we were sitting there watching it every single time we would make bowls and bowls and bowls of popcorn but then my parents didn't have to worry about us being like we want a snack because they'd be like go make go make popcorn and yeah. then we would so so no, yeah, no, pop- those- popcorn's still <laughs> cheap and economical to make too mm-hmm. so okay so yeah that's that's my popcorn stories <laughs> well okay so for me like popcorn was yeah because it was cheap you know it was it was something that we had a a lot. We we had popcorn on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. But I used to be part of a uh, when I was a little little kid. I was I was how old was I? Was, we were living in Vacaville, so I think I was probably eight, honestly, eight okay. or nine. Okay, um, and this is where my competitive nature oh came God. out in the world. So I was part of a group called Awanas that stands for Approved Workmen Are Not Ashamed. It was um, you know Bible reference, and. You got to do all these tasks and we did all these, you know, uh, competitions and we did all of these things and you and you did all these com- uh, things to compete and everything. And you got Awana bucks. Okay? okay. So so and you saved up your Awana bucks. Now, based on how much you saved up on your Awana bucks, you got to at the end of whatever length of time it was, mm-hmm. you got to do this auction. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. So I went to town i invited more people to awanas i did more car washes i walked more miles i Mm -hmm. did so much (laughs) like it was when my parents i think realized that my memory was really good because you also got it for every verse you memorized Mm. and so instead of memorizing verses i memorized chapters and then i started memorizing (laughs) books and so literally this, all sat I'm hearing down. is this is an idea to get the girls to do more chores. Oh, and so so I had I'm kidding. I kid you not. I had hundreds of dot like 900 oh Awana bucks Lordy. where the average kid had like 35. I'm right? not surprised. And there was fishing gear oh. and there was, you know, there was all of this stuff that you could get. But there was a kiddie pool filled like and when I say filled, I mean it was a mountain of candy popcorn on it. <laughs> like what we see at Miss Rhonda's, uh-huh. which by the way, um, total promote for her. Uh, Miss Rhonda's is our uh, gourmet popcorn uh, person out here in mm-hmm. Palestine. Um, I'll link her up. Her she's just original amazing. is my favorite, yeah, by far. Uh, I think the the pecan one is the 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 one she does with the pecans. And I think that's, that's the that's, original. <laughs> if, if that is, then yeah, that's that's my oh, favorite. Oh, it's too, so, so good. Yeah, but she but all of her stuff is and just the jalapeno delicious. cheddar. If yes. I'm in a if I'm in a sweet mood, I like the original. Uh, if yeah. I'm in a salty mood, I like the jalapeno cheddar one. And I'm in a fat mood, so I don't like any of it right now. But <laughs> it's all good. But no, it's amazing stuff. Well, we, you know, we'll we'll link over to her page on our Facebook so you guys can check her out because she does online stuff too, and it's really good. But so then I saw that that, that this thing was the grand auction, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was <clears throat> extremely excited about it. But I knew I was so far ahead of everybody else, right, Mm -hmm. that I was good. Now, it wasn't that you got to get this whole thing, okay? You didn't get the whole thing. You got as much as you could carry. And if you were the top (laughs) bidder, you could get the top part. You could get the first, like, minute on this thing. And I was like, oh, hell yes. (laughs) Okay? Now, what? So I just waited. Like, I let people bid on everything except for the Zebco fishing reel. 
uh, fish, <laughs> fishing pole, right? And I I got that for like 40 bucks. This is just giving an idea of what things are going at. So I got that for 40 bucks, right? So I still had like close to $900 <laughs> left. And I remember like just sitting there holding, you know, this this eight-year-old, nine-year-old kid holding these two stacks of <laughs> ones and fives to the tune of 900, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, so I'm I'm just ready, right? And I didn't know how auctions were. I'm a, I'm a stupid kid. So when I get there, it was like, all right, and who wants the first minute? And I held up all of my money. Like all of my money's at once. And they're like they're like, No, no, no. Um, Joey? Yeah, no, it's not. But 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 it was like they 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 were like, Hey, we just want to point out how amazing Joey's been and it's like and I'm not used to that. I wasn't used to I didn't know what to do. I was getting complimented. <laughs> like like, oh my gosh. Like I was like truly like, Oh like it was it was just like wow, you know, outside of Somebody saying something positive. I was just really like almost teary kid about this. And it was like, and so with the popcorn and then somebody said, hey, you know, if you want to be really good about it, you're just going to let everybody have at the popcorn. And I was like, okay, because I didn't want to be a bad person. Right. And Mm -hmm. so so I got in there and I got so excited. I got so excited that I had both nostrils, bloody nose pouring out of my face like I had been hit in the head with a bat all over my hands all over my face all over everything so I couldn't grab the popcorn and so they let out all the other kids come in all the other kids are happy and everything one of the kids saw that you know I'm sitting there cleaning up and cleaning up the best I can and I came I was walking back to to my to my uh, mom and one of the kids came over. He's like, Joey, Joey, here. And gave me this literally probably the size of, of like Folger's, uh, uh, you know, coffee can. Mm-hmm. A Folger's coffee can size of, of popcorn. I was so grateful because, I mean, it was gone. Right. <laughs> and I walked over to my mom and I, I went, look. And it was rainbow. And I was like, I was like, look, somebody gave me a popcorn ball. And she goes, yeah, now it's got blood on it. And took it from me and threw it away. What? So. Oh, my God. I walked over to the table. And I was and I was just bawling. I mean, there's just no two ways about it. I there's no shame. I was completely crying. And I put the I put the money down on the table because it was useless after that day. We were told don't save it for anything else because we had little things that we were doing throughout the. But I was mm-hmm. saving for this event. And and they and he looks at me and he goes, hey, Joey, how much do you have left? I said almost nine hundred. You know, because it's any and he sits there and he goes, oh well, that sounds like that's enough for one of everything. I was like, what? And so. All the auction items they they had gotten two of, with the intent of top <laughs> bidders getting it. So I got um, an Emerson clock radio, and I got uh, two different kinds of Bibles, and I got all of these other things. But I just wanted the popcorn, and like I can still remember what the kid felt like in me <laughs> because I was I had saved, I had was so proud of it, and I mean like. I knew verses from like almost every book of the Bible and it was like and I was so excited and and yeah so you know it was like that was yeah you guys can hear me <laughs> I'm not even going to try to hide this one it was it was it was just so I I I can see the kiddie pool in my head and it's like I can see the popcorn the mountain of popcorn and I was so excited and the thing was is I was excited because I never had won anything 
like before ever. Mm-hmm. And I worked so hard for that. And I, w- I think that's the first time that in my life I had something I worked so hard for only for it not only to be taken away from me, but, you know, my mom didn't care. Mm-hmm. And I was just like. And I was that that started the the me being where I am right now. <laughs> so, you know, I that's like one of those. So but but good popcorn memories. I mean, I got plenty of them. I like I, I got to go see Back to the Future and the original Star Wars episode four, you know, and I got to see those. Um, and I had never gotten and the the theater that we had. And this was it was in Vacaville, um, the theater that we had. They had these massive things of popcorn like it covered <laughs> your lap. Big, huge, round things of popcorn. Mm-hmm. And oh, man, I remember that because I remember the first time the popcorn was so fresh. It hurt like I couldn't sit it on my lap. It was so hot. <laughs> and I was like, whoo. So, you know, but uh, yeah. So that was that was my 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 pop my popcorn stuff. The positive was positive. The negative was definitely mm-hmm. uh, negative and impactful. So, you know. Yeah, your mom sucks. I know. Yeah, well, she she did. Like, and and just so everybody understands this, it's like my mom still sucks. Don't get me wrong. My mom still sucks. I I sit there and it's like literally, I haven't said anything negative to her. I try not to be negative, but uh, Kiki sent out our Christmas cards and Christmas photos, and the bitch could not could not resist making a weight comment at me knowing that it's like one of my okay yeah i'm fat but i don't need you to fucking say it shut Mm -hmm. the fuck up i'm not like you i'm not in denial about where i'm at in life you know Mm -hmm. it's like mm -mm. that that mm. anyways i'm not going to because i'm going to be better than that and it's like and i don't do that with my kids you know and and that's it causes it's good things and it's bad things it's like i don't jump to the negative on my kids which also means that Kiki gets a little annoyed sometimes because she has to feel like she's got to extra convince me when somebody's in trouble to get me to that okay, you know, point. But, you know, at the same time, yeah, popcorn is, is a lot. And, you know, and popcorn is used in, like, every holiday. I mean, Fourth of July, there's yeah. popcorn. Uh, you know, it's – you think about it, Christmas. How many people string their Christmas trees I I, I wanted to do that this year, mm-hmm. but I just didn't – no, no, our tree looks beautiful. We don't beautiful. have uh, any, we just didn't have any cranberries because that's mm-hmm. what I would have wanted it to be. I don't want to just the, do popcorn strands and be yeah. popcorn and the cranberries, maybe some orange, uh, dried orange rings in there because mm-hmm. I've seen it and it looks really pretty when people do it, mm-hmm. but yeah, it, it takes time <laughs> and we didn't, I just wasn't going to do it. There's but. a few culinary dishes that, that you utilize popcorn that I've cooked throughout the years. I don't think I've cooked them since you and I have met each other. But there's, you know, popcorn can be used in, you know, main dishes, side dishes, breakfast. It's it's it really is versatile if, if you think about it. And so and the knowledge of if you ever done the history of corn, uh, corn's pretty amazing. And it's I always laugh when, you know, people are like so anti GMO to what I have to say. You, you do realize that corn, the original corn was GMO. Corn is a grass. Corn is a grass that that, you know, certain ear, certain pieces of corn were going all funky and all weird. And so, you know, the people the people who were there at the time sat there and said, OK, well, we're going to grab these and we're going to harvest these and we're going to replant these. And literally we're just taking these mutants and making them what they are. Corn still mutates. Right. We have. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, and because it's like, it, it, 
you pollinating corn that's why they grow it in fields because mm-hmm. then you don't have to worry about pollinating it because all the wind pollinates it so if you have two different varieties of corn and you plant them even within you know a similar vicinity even being separated by other things they're going mm-hmm. to be cross-pollinated and that's what that's what happens so no i like i got two different varieties of corn i don't intend on having you know two different varieties of corn by the end of it mm-hmm. i fully ex- expect that we're just gonna have both white and yellow corn on you know the same yeah ears the yeah. entire for the entire harvest i'll be thoroughly surprised if we don't <laughs> and and in central america and i had it when i was in mexico there's a hutlacoche which uh I, I think i'm pretty sure i said it right but it is a fungus that grows on corn and mutates corn out even more <laughs> um modifying it and it's a delicacy um, I had it. I was like, mm, okay, it, it's got a very earthy by earthy. When people say earthy, they mean dirt. You know, let's mm-hmm. just be honest. It's it's it has a very earthy thing to it. That just kind mm-hmm. of is well, there. I mean, that's the same reason some people don't like mushrooms. So, yeah. Well, and it's like, you know, it, some people call it. It's uh, corn smut is another name for it. I've heard people call it, uh, you know, Central American truffles. So thing, things like that, because it, and that's what truffles you know, black truffles, they have that earthy uh, flavor, too, more more so than white truffles. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, it's not uncommon. It's definitely not as rare. It's just not something that Americans generally eat mm-hmm. um, because it's not great. <laughs> you know, there's there's some things that are delicacies that I'm like, they're just not great. I'm still going to have to at some point have you trying uni, you know, even though I know I've turned you off to it completely. And for those of you who don't know. Uni is sea urchin row and sea urchin row. And, and let me explain this, that I, I love everything from the ocean. I love everything from the ocean. I, I've had octopus, sea cucumber, jellyfish. I have had every form of sushi and sashimi known, known that I can legally eat. I've had some things that aren't legal to eat. Um, and, you know, I've had it pretty much all. And there is nothing that I hate from the ocean, except for uni, sea urchin row. And if you go to any su- higher-end sushi place, it is the thing they tout. It shows up on my Facebook page on a regular basis, and I'm sure it will now that I've said it out loud and my phone is right there. You know, <laughs> um, But uni, to, if, to best describe it, and when I describe this, I want you to understand that when I am go to a Japanese restaurant and they and I tell tell them I don't want uni, I'm like, you know, I'll say omakase, which you go sit up at the bar, you say omakase, and that means chef's choice, right? So whatever they want to make for you. I literally have to say omakase, uh, oh God, I can't, I think it's kong, uh, uh, uni. And they go, oh no, you haven't tried our uni. No, I don't care. I hate uni. Oh, but you know, no, no, listen. Uni tastes like algae. It has the texture, no, let me phrase it. It has the texture of algae. So you ever step into a pool or anything yes. like that in the algae? That's the texture of That's uni. That's nasty. And for anybody who lives in California can attest to this. I said, it smells like Pier 39 mid-July Ew. when all of the the uh, uh, sea lions are on the docks shitting, pissing, and stinking the whole place up. And you know what? Every single Japanese sushi um, chef said when I was in the city and living in California, they're like, yeah, that's 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 pretty much a good way to describe it. 
But it's an acquired taste. No. It's gross. No. That, I that don't is, ever that taste is disgusting. And it's sad because I see when people do uni as a nigiri and then they put a quail egg yolk on the top of it. And quail egg yolks are rich and beautiful and, and they're just amazing. But no, it is horrible how did we get talking about because because the things that people you know they they call them delicacies and there are things that people call delicacies that are just horrible and this is that's one of them it's like you know they're oh well these people call monkey brains or or donkey milk and it's like no thank you no thanks real foods i'm gonna handle but something that's like a shock value food no i'm just not gonna do it so it's like but you know, when it comes to corn, that's that's honestly that's what corn smut is. It's literally it's oh, it's a delicacy. The moment somebody says that, it's always something you worry about. The first time I heard that with Rocky Mountain oysters, which are just sliced bull testicles. First time that you hear that. And by the way, I like them, so I'm not even saying that. I, I find it just hilarious. So, yeah, corn day. <laughs> but, popcorn. You know, popcorn. Specifically, Specifically popcorn. popcorn not not all this other stuff, but what is your favorite kind of pop- popcorn? Is it is it Miss Rhonda's? Is it Miss Rhonda's original? Like, how do you like your popcorn cooked best? Do you like it kettle cooked? Do you like it air for uh, like when we do it in the in the pot itself and fry it up? Do you like it best in the microwave or do you like the air popper? Which is your favorite? I feel I have not been eating popcorn often enough. To okay. give an actual accurate answer to that, because I can't remember what the air popped popcorn tastes like. Okay. We have the the popcorn maker that I got Nikki for Christmas, and I had some of that with the. Uh, so Nikki shared with me some mm-hmm. of it yesterday, and like it tasted amazing with the popcorn butter on it. But and again, what it basically it has to do is, is a self-stirring hot plate. So it's 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 close to the kind that you get in the theaters, which is does the same thing. It's a hot plate that spins around and and pops the corn and then distributes the corn out. So, so yeah, pretty cool. I, I don't know. I definitely do not prefer sweet popcorn because I mm-hmm. never, I never liked sweet popcorn at all growing up. And so it's like now having Miss Rhonda's popcorn every once in a while, it's just, I'll, you know, get that craving for something sweet and that just hits that right sweet mm-hmm. spot, but it's still never going to be my first choice. I just don't like sweet popcorn. So that's why, you know, we get the, the jalapeno cheddar one and that one's amazing to me, but and, and we'll, we'll end this morning on this one is that I showed you and everybody got excited about it for like a minute um, was that we can make our own microwave popcorn at home. We don't need to buy the pre-made, you know, pop rights, things that are just filled with hydrogenated everything. Yeah. Right. So if, if you want to do it, it's not hard. You literally take a quarter, uh, get a paper bag, a quarter cup of, of whatever your favorite popcorn is, popping corn is, and then. Oil. I would suggest avocado oil. Um, don't use butter. Don't use things with a low smoke point or anything like that. Uh, you you pour. You can literally pour two tablespoons of um, whatever oil that you choose in there. Shake it up. You can put your salt in there if you want. You don't have to. And then fold up the bag and fold up the bag so it's creased nice and neatly. Um, and then put it in the microwave and put it on the popcorn setting. And boom, you have your own microwave popcorn without all of the extra stuff that there's a lot of caustic things that are in some of the popcorns, but that the caustic things that you want, you can put on there yourself. <laughs> so, cause didn't Nikki, she got the fake butter or fake yeah, what the movie it? theater, the big old gallon of movie theater, butter. yeah, so she got that and she's all excited about that, but you can put it on and control it yourself. Plus it's a lot cheaper than microwave popcorn is. So it's just one of those things. So that was what I wanted to share for that. And 
Thank you guys so much for joining us this morning, and we appreciate you being with us and hope that uh, you know, you'll join us this afternoon for our afternoon dive. And what are we talking about this afternoon? Unpopular opinions. Yeah, I got a few. <laughs> so so I hope to see you there, and uh, we'll, we'll put up information on Popcorn Day on our social media. So thanks so much for joining us. And again, I've been Joey. And I'm Kiki. Peace out with your peace out. Bye. Bye.